0: Welcome to episode 19.2 of Not a Rocking Chair Librarian. Uh, We are now moving on to another dynamic duo that I've been really excited about talking to. We're going to hear from Robin Hamasaki, who is the principal at Eldorado K-8, and Lindsay Dantino, the teacher librarian at Eldo. This is a fairly new partnership. It's been around for about a year. Lindsay was brought on as the new teacher librarian to Eldo just last year. So she's going into her second year. This is a great partnership. It's also a great story about a principal who really had to shift their thinking about what it means to have a teacher librarian on your staff, somebody who is qualified, um, definitely an information professional, an innovation and technology specialist, literacy advocate, advocate and instructional planning partner and co-teacher. Uh, so. Stay tuned for Robin and Lindsay. Hey, everybody. I am here today at Eldo K8, and I'm going to let my dynamic duo, who I'm interviewing for this series of podcasts about teacher librarian and principal partnerships,
1: introduce themselves. Robin, you want to start? Sure. I'm Robin Hamasaki, principal at Eldorado PK8, and I've been here for about 11 years now. Oh, 11 years. Oh, yeah.
2: that's a That's a long time. And my name is Lindsay Dantino. This is my second year as Eldorado's teacher librarian, and I've been here for four years, five four years. Because
0: you're, yeah, you were a classroom teacher first. Yes, yeah. I taught
2: third grade for three years. Okay, that's Prior
0: to this, interesting. Okay, I'm re- I'm saying interesting because I'm I'm also forming another pattern in my head as I'm talking to these dynamic duos of especially the teacher librarians who've come from classrooms into the teacher librarian space. So, Robin, I wanted to start by asking you, um, this is your, so last year, Eldo had a lot of work done to it. The <laughs> space was changed. Physical changes were made to space. Big changes made to the library. Um, you had a chance to kind of hit a reset button. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious about, um, Lindsay was here last year. It was her first year. She's going into year two. Kind of what your expectations were for librarianship for Eldo, pressing that reset button, like, what did you see not only from maybe the perception of the perspective of the space, but the programming and the teacher librarian in that role? So kind of like, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Mm -hmm.
1: So with the building of our new library Mm -hmm. and the innovative spaces and furniture, flexible furniture, we were really looking for someone who was dynamic and who really represented the four C's of the 21st century teacher librarian Mm -hmm. characteristics. And really, when you think about the communication piece that's really important, not only between the principal and the teachers and the teacher librarian, but with the parent family community, the critical thinking that's involved with not only formulating how I'm gonna arrange the space, but the problem critical thinking of how to work schedules and how to really work with the different demands of teachers and students, the creativity part, which is, how are you going to rearrange the spaces Mm -hmm. so that it flows, um, matching the the flexible schedule? Uh, The collaboration piece was huge. Um, That was a big piece that I was looking for. Someone who could really naturally and authentically work with the classroom teachers to not only do the typical, you know, visit the library and check out books. But when I think about the, the library now, that's just a tiny portion of what Lindsay has Created in there, and it's really now um, a, a learning space. The learning space in our we've named the watering hole, the campfire, our cave. I mean, we actually call those spaces names, and it's because of Lindsay's really creative, flexible thinking, and her collaborative work with the staff and me, um, and your. I'll speak to you, Lindsay. Your your passion, your passion about reading and learning and teaching. I think my relationship with you as a classroom teacher first really supported our relationship now because I knew how you were in the classroom, phenomenal classroom teacher, learning-centered, student-centered, really characteristics of our innovation guiding principles, BBSD's guiding principles. So now in the teacher-librarian position, it's I just i am confident that she's going to do the same and more there. So I was really looking for someone who could be those – four Cs, and, and someone who just wanted to accept the challenge of recreating our library space and our collaboration efforts with the classroom teachers so that not only teachers, but students wanted to be in the library, and it's happening. It's it's vibrant, it's alive, and it's pretty amazing.
0: I'm curious. I picked up on two things that Robin said. was. <laughs> um, She obviously has a great deal of confidence in you. So what does that mean to you to have that confidence that, you know, I almost get the impression she was like, you know, I have an idea, I have expectations, but I need you to go make this happen. Is that how, how it's been working out? Yes.
2: And at first it was a little intimidating. I was like, okay, so what does this look like? But she always says one of her favorite quotes is like, with high expectations comes high levels of support. And so I feel like anything I've asked her throughout the year, like, can I go observe this person? Can I go to this conference? She's always said yes and made that happen. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she's given me the space to learn and the time to grow into that and to kind of figure out together what we wanted it to look
0: like. So together you're figuring out what you want it to look like. I'm, I'm really keying in on that stuff because, you know, there's a lot of principles and maybe this was true for you Robin back in the day too i mean we come with a lot of baggage about what the library should be and what it should do so how did you make the shift to to say i'm going to i'm going to look at this differently i mean I'm, I'm assuming you are looking at it differently so what 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 was what was that
1: what what triggered that well i think when we focus on the students and the type of students we have right now in the 21st century i'm looking at a different kind of learner and when, we, when I see people trying to force the learners to be a certain way, it's hard. It's hard for the student. The teachers sometimes get frustrated, and um, it doesn't feel easy and natural. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about a typical kiddo who, who is, is yearning to learn in, in, in a way that fits their style, it's, it's very differentiated. I mean, everyone is not a one size fits all. And so with this, this position, um, I mean, and again, I trust Lindsay and Lindsay's going through her master's with teacher librarian program. And I'm, you know, I'm just a principal. I'm just someone who believes in learning and learning for all. And, uh, and I, we have the vision of the 21st century teacher librarian and, and the, flexible spaces and the furniture mm-hmm. and how we want students to be project based learning thinking and all that and Lindsay's going to school to to figure out how to make that happen and so we might have a vision and I just trust that Lindsay's going to take it there and in, in a way it's kind of nice you can use that as an experimental ground to try out what you're learning mm-hmm. and I'm just here to support Lindsay, you know, we check in. She says, hey, am I on the right track? What do you think? So I think we're good checks and balance for each other, you know, and yeah. I think it works. Do you
2: meet routinely? Um, so, yeah, that's what I was going to add. At the beginning of last year, Robin's like, I want to meet with you like every week. And then it turned into every month. And those were really helpful meetings because at the start of the year, she was just like, here's the framework, the future ready mm-hmm. librarian framework, like follow this, go make it happen. And so then along the way, it was really nice to check in about that and like, here's what I'm thinking about this. Or what do you think of this schedule? Mm -hmm. Um, Or should I be at this middle level meeting? Um, So it's been neat to problem solve um, in those regular meetings. And I'm hoping to start them Mm -hmm. up again soon. But I would just keep like a running log. I think of like, and it could be anything small, like logistic related to like something big, like. I'm noticing this pattern where middle-level teachers are wanting to do this, like use the space, mm-hmm. but not my services or whatever it may be. Um, but I feel like just to have that space to come together and meet, to talk about those things has been really helpful um, and to problem solve together. Because then it feels like I'm I'm not
1: alone in it mm-hmm. at all. She's like my teammate. Mm-hmm. We joke around and say we're, we're a team because <laughs> – I don't have another principal in this building. I mean, I have my admin team, great. which is great. There's not another teacher librarian in the building. So we are each
0: other's team. So you are unique in this, this sort of isolation, but not isolated because right. you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, talk to me. So, one of the things that I, I, in the dynamic duos that I've been thinking about and talking to you is one of the things I've noticed is that um, maybe it hasn't always been the case, but the teacher librarian seems to be, um, the principal is identifying the teacher librarian to the staff. And to the learning community as a leader in the building—is that something you felt you've, you've done and you've been doing? And, and do you feel like that that has cha- that changes sort of the dynamic when you're working with other people in the building
1: too? I'll start. Okay. I, I feel the teacher librarian is a leader. So from the very start, you know, when Lindsay and I chatted. I don't know if you remember this but I said Lindsay every time we do a lesson, we do a PD, we we're presenting in front of the staff or in front of the kids, we're modeling best practice. So we have to be on our toes to model what we want the other teachers to do. So if we want to do flexible space, we want to model how to do that. If we want to model project-based learning, then we have to we have to do that. We have to we have to walk our talk and mm-hmm. and she has to walk our talk because she's she's you know, like me, the lead learner, the lead, I, I guess, teacher, or I'm not sure exactly what it is. But Lindsay is the leader in more ways than I could probably list the scheduler. Mm-hmm. But she's not just going to make the schedule with what she thinks. She's collaborating with the rest of the middle level and elementary staff to make a flexible schedule that works mm-hmm. for everyone, that gives some people some What's the opposite of flexible called? Inflexible, fixed, fixed. fixed. So some of the <laughs> primary, I like that. Yeah. Some of the primary classes are mm-hmm. saying we still want mm-hmm. our time in, mm-hmm. um, which is great. And then there's the flexible schedule piece. When I see Lindsay teaching a group of first graders how to, I, all I can picture is that lesson on the carpet in the with the big TV, and you're teaching them how to pull from Google, oh. the, that PowerPoint gosh, I can't remember what is it. But but so it's it's she's she's modeling technology, she's right. modeling good practice, um, the gradual release with the classroom teacher right there with the kids. Right. So so yes, I, I truly believe the teacher librarian has to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And and if if they're ready to be that leader, it's gonna work. If right. they're not quite there yet, they can always grow into that position, but um you cannot not be a leader mm-hmm. as a
2: teacher librarian. I agree. I think the fact that Robin just created time, especially at the beginning of the last of last year, um, for me to kind of roll out something new to mm-hmm. the staff. Um, she created time at a staff meeting for us to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was powerful, and I think that said a lot to the staff
0: as well. Like, Do you think season? she was sort of setting her expectations, right, for yes. what, yes, and getting yes. up there and giving you that credibility standing next to you? And, yes, yeah. you were there at the middle level. I, w- I was. That's why I'm here today. And that
2: was, I think we did another one, <laughs> too, because there yeah. was one where I got, like, really nervous. <laughs> and because Robin and I were on the same page and because we had, like, these meetings, she knew how – because it was all about like how people can sign up for the space mm-hmm. and then how they can sign up for my services and like the difference between the two because we're really lucky to have the space that multiple classes can be in. Right. So kind of trying to like present that to the staff and make it work for everyone. Um, but I like got nervous and Robin just jumped right in. I was like, Robin's gonna talk about this next part. Mm-hmm. And she could because we were so much on the same page and we had like planned um, we had just come up with that together and figured it out the difference between, you know, that distinction and how we wanted to share it with staff. So I think that's huge to just create time. Um, And I know, I feel like if I needed more time, I know staff meeting time is precious, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like she'd like find a way to make it happen um, because I do feel her support Mm -hmm. and I know she values
0: what she wants this role to look like and and just the role of the teacher librarian in general. Yeah. So I'm hearing some things like I'm hearing flexible scheduling, which is a kind of I know it's hard to believe but it is kind of a novel idea for some people to have a library that is flexibly scheduled or mixed scheduled or you know so that's that's uh, that's another thing that I notice is sort of true of these partnerships where mm-hmm. The principal is supporting that and is willing to try that and see what it looks like versus the way we used to do it kind of in the day. I'm also hearing things about um, simultaneous use of the space. That's something I think that was important to both of you. And I'm sure that that was probably a shift for some of your teachers to have multiple things happening at once in the space. Is that true? Yes, I would say. And it's still a work in progress. Some days Mm -hmm. we totally
2: have it together and other days it's more challenging. But I think, I mean, our staff in general is super flexible, which has made things a lot easier. But again, I think it goes back to like Robin's vision and like this is important. I know we can have multiple groups in this space because it is so large. So I think because she supports that and values that other people kind of uh, jump on board too.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's always great when your boss stands up and says, (laughs) I agree with this. I believe in this. I'm going to support. Mm-hmm. And and maybe they understand that that's an expectation, Robin, that you have for the staff, that they're going to work with Lindsay and you're going to figure this out. And we're going to find a way to creative, creatively solve these problems and change people's thinking about what the library should be. The other thing I heard you guys talk about was patron self-sufficiency. Although you didn't say those words, I heard something about <laughs> genrefication. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I nice. heard genrefication. I heard um, teachers staying with the class when they come in. Um, are you doing self-checkout yet? This year. Oh, this year, you are going to try it? it. Yes. So we're really excited. Um, But yeah, our teachers,
2: that's a big thing, too. I think Robin has encouraged all teachers. That's just the expectation that the teachers stay when the kids are at library, which is really, though at the elementary level, we're not like following a flexible schedule model. I feel like this is like... Uh, getting us closer there because I meet with the teachers prior to the lesson and we co-plan what we're going to do during that time. And then when they come in, they can support because they know we've talked about it together ahead of time, like what it's going to look like and where we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that is helping us collaborate and be more flexible with the space
0: since this podcast will be listened to by I hope millions and millions of people, (laughs) most importantly, um, other principals in the district and other principals in other districts, Robin, what would you say to them to, to, you know, if there's one thing you could do differently about thinking about your library or your teacher librarian,
1: you know, what's, what's a piece of advice you might give them? So Jim Collins talks about in his book, good to great you find the right people and you put them in the right seats in the bus. Mm -hmm. I really believe that the teacher librarian has to be the right person in that spot. And, and that person has to be wanting to do that, that this job and this job is a new job. It's not the typical traditional librarian Mm -hmm. anymore. It's a 21st century teacher librarian who has to be extremely thoughtful and creative and collaborative. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that right person in that teaching job, the vision can be realized mm-hmm. and the principal and the teacher librarian, I believe must work collaboratively collaboratively because it's not my library, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not just Lindsay's library. It's our library. And we represent the school, mm-hmm. all 900 students and all 100 staff members. So we are creating the vision for the staff together. And when you have the right person in the spot, anything can you can make anything happen when you don't you have to have the courage to have conversation and figure out a way to get the right person in that slot right. because that's what's going to make it happen but you have
0: i mean i agree with you it's always about the right person but you knew when you started this process of the reset so to speak you knew what you were looking for i did right so i just wonder our principals who might be sort of attached to those sort of traditional views of what librarianship and I mean, how are they going to get to that point?
1: How do they know what they don't know? <laughs> so you're going to be like me, who didn't know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I asked a lot of questions. I visited libraries, uh-huh. just like Lindsay. I went to see and I heard about. Oh, so you got to check out this library. Right. It's it's very flexible, mm-hmm. it's flexible in scheduling. This teacher has some great scheduling and collaborative Mm -hmm. work relations with teachers. So I went out and actually visited different libraries and talked to different people. And you're one of the people that Mm -hmm. I actually talked to. Uh, I read a little bit about the future-ready libraries Mm -hmm. and the 21st century librarian characteristics. I mean, I had to start somewhere Mm -hmm. because my vision of what a library is is when I went to school. That's Mm -hmm, the library I know. Um, And... I can just see the type of kid we have now it, the, sitting and just reading the book and checking it out. Like we did in the olden days. It's not, that's mm-hmm. not the kind of kiddo we have. So I would go out, I would visit, mm-hmm. I would read, I would talk to people like you, mm-hmm. district resources. And, and I would talk to other teacher librarians who are future ready, libra- who, who who have future ready libraries, because that's how we as principals can learn. Mm-hmm. And then we can then work in partnership with our, teacher
0: librarians. What advice would you have for teacher librarians who might be hesitant to sort of push a little bit on, Hey, could we get a meeting once a month? Or, I mean, you know, that's, that's a tricky spot to be in. Yes. So I, have this is not my, I mean, I've just heard it from so many people go where the energy
2: is and then work with those people who are excited, Mm -hmm. who want to co-teach and co-plan with you. Mm because other people are going to be like, what did you guys do? What is that? I want to do that too. And that, I know everyone says that, but it's so true and it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wants to be left behind. Right. It's an
0: equity issue at some point. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So just go where the energy is. And then um, I don't know, make it fun. Like, I feel like we've tried to bring joy back into the space. Not that it wasn't there before, but right. just make it a really um, joyful place where kids really want to be. Like I was so excited this year when, um, walking down the hallways because we just reorganized our collection, so we opened today. Second, oh. second week, or a week, a week and a half into school. What a great day to get you in the middle of all that!
1: <laughs> and all the kids were like,
2: "When am I going to see you? When's our library day? When are we coming?" And I just feel like it's because we got them doing and creating and producing, so we brought energy.
1: Okay. In. I have one more thing to say. Absolutely. So, in if I were in closing. Um, if I were to give a message to our fellow principals out there, be a learner and learn what it is about this 21st century librarian role. Have the vision, then share the vision with your TL, Uh, create together. Mm -hmm. So it's baby steps together all the way, bouncing ideas off of each other. And then as Lindsay said, my motto is high expectations come with high levels of support. So whatever the TL needs to make that vision happen that's our job is mm-hmm. to support them with the resources, with the time, staff meetings, whatever it
0: takes. Even if it means bucking a trend and ruffling some feathers along the way?
1: So, yes, <laughs> and I would do that in a gentle, respectful way sure. with little baby steps. Sure. But yeah, little nudges right. because, you know, I think I had to be nudged. Yeah. I think we all get to be nudged, and and so that's why being that learner – is critical because yeah. if i'm not a learner then i it's hard to be nudged right and
0: you never and then you don't know what you don't know again we go back to that right like you, you know there's stuff happening out there and it's our responsibility to go tap it and figure out what's going on and why someone like that librarian at that particular place so much and why you needed to go out and maybe talk to them and observe them so mm-hmm. that's really important ladies thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it i'm 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 doing this on a Chromebook for the first time. So I'm going to hit the button here and we're going to all keep our fingers crossed that we actually got it saved. (laughs) thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank
2: you.